The Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and we're coming to you live and around the world on the Talkstar Radio Network and our fine family of broadcast affiliates across Canada, the United States, Central America, South America, the Caribbean, the Pacific Rim, 20 Asian countries, and now across Europe. Our toll-free number is one eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five. My email address is exxone at talkstarradio.com. On MSN Messenger, talkstarradio at hotmail.com, and our website, www.exxoneradio.com. My guest this hour is, oh, how would I describe him? Uh, he's a crusader. He is um, a white knight for justice. He has been there for those who could not stand uh, for themselves. He has been a whistleblower. He is a fighter. And he is a courageous young man, and his name is Wayne Morin. Wayne and I first met a couple of years ago here on the show, and the story that he brought to us was one that we just could not believe. It was of it was of sexual and physical abuse. It was of murder. It was of suicides. It was of the trafficking of narcotics and the the selling of alcohol within the four walls of a state-run hospital, Napa State Hospital in Napa, California. And uh, Wayne has, well, he's done everything to try and bring the perpetrators to justice. And uh, he's joining me right now from California. Wayne Morin, how are you, my friend? Well, Rob, it's really always a pleasure to be on your show, and it's always a gift to be able to be a voice to the people who are still incarcerated, and to the to the families all over the United States and in in in, in Europe that are still being persecuted inside these monstrous dungeons that uh, law enforcement seems to be immune from going inside these places. And it's just so wrong, especially if you have family members, if you have people that know about these atrocities, and there's really not much you can do except do what I was doing and what you've been doing. Bless you for doing that, and bless your listeners for listening to us continuously um, sound the alarm on what's going on in there because the law enforcement, the Department of Justice, I mean, these people, I, I just don't want to speak bad about them, but they just don't seem to get it, you know. We, we come to them with crimes, and we come to them with paperwork, we come to them with lie detector tests, mm-hmm. we come to them with family members that have attorneys that are suing for wrongful death, we had come to them with staff members that worked at the place, we 
we bring everything on a silver platter, and it seems to these people still continuously are, are still working there. And as you said many times, what has been the change since the last time you've been on the show, Wayne? Has there been anybody that's gone to jail? Has there been anybody that's uh, been uh, that is being looked at closer now? And every time I come to you, I have one little notch more good to say, but at the same time, nothing new has changed. Nothing new, no. No uh, uh, attempts to incarcerate or bring these people to uh, into the court systems. It seems like even with the Department of Justice, and as you know, and I know through the years that we've talked and went through Gar- Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger and through the whole nine yards when we started out together. I mean, we've done everything in our powers to continuously try to expose these monsters, and that's what they are. In the paperwork that I sent to you today about this doctor. Is nothing but a monster. So, Wayne, stand by, my friend. You and I have to take a commercial break. When we come back, let's talk about the doctor who is a monster. And uh, once again, Wayne, I don't know how you keep doing it, my friend, but I thank the good Lord that you're there and uh, that uh, that you're still fighting for the rights of those who cannot fight for themselves. Wayne Morin's our special guest. If you'd like to give us a call, one eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five. That number is toll free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. My name's Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon on the Talk Star Radio Network, Monday through Friday, from ten p.m. Eastern until two a.m. Eastern, and then the show is repeated in its entirety from two a.m. until six a.m. I'll be back on the other side of this uh, two-minute commercial break with Wayne Morin. Take a step back in time and discover old Florida cuisine at Marsh Landing Restaurant in Felsmere. Enjoy delicacies such as frog legs, gator tail, catfish, and swamp cabbage, or enjoy the more traditional cuisine like hand-cut Angus steaks, ribs, and seafood. Join us for breakfast with a southern flair featuring sweet potato pancakes, biscuits and gravy, and much more. Planning a party? Marsh Landing's private dining room can accommodate groups from 8 to 80 people. While you're visiting, enjoy the historic pictures, artifacts, and stories that line the walls. Marsh Landing is truly a unique experience. Marsh Landing Restaurant, 44 North Broadway in historic Felsmere, or visit marshlandingrestaurant.com. Marsh Landing, old Florida cuisine at its best. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone radio show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone broadcast network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. Are you interested in the paranormal, ghosts, UFOs, or psychic phenomenon? 
Join me, Tim Bartley, co-host of Talking to Spirits with Lightworkers Tim and Justina, coming mid-January 2017 to the XZBN. We will channel spirits live and talk to them, revealing all kinds of amazing information. Spiritual attachments will be found and removed on the show, and so much more. To find out when you can listen to Talking to Spirits with Lightworkers Tim and Justina, visit www.xzbn.net for listeners on both sides of the veil. Wayne Moran Jr. is our special guest. We're talking about the crimes against humanity at the Napa State Hospital in Napa, California. Now, Wayne, you sent me a court document. Um, I'm just uh, going through it here right now, and I was wondering if you could tell our listeners about this document you sent me. Well, these documents are are pretty. Well, for one thing, they're. I just found out today that they're. Okay, in 2001, he became illegal again as to work and facility. All right, and now when, you, now when you're saying he, you're talking about Dr. Klein? Yeah, Dr. David M. Klein, M.D. And, uh, uh, but this is the good thing that I'm glad. That's why I was so happy that you called today. Because I, I, I gave you in that email, I told you, you're like an angel. You hear me when I need you need me. Because he basically, okay, he... He got his license back in 2001, but he was working at Napa State Hospital before that, and I guess he must have still been on probation. When he did the sexual uh, act with Stephanie Rader, uh, uh, which is in my lie detector test, which you also have, where I name him because she had told me, and she had told a few other clients there that you had on your show before, uh, uh, Shane Carlos Arroyo and... and uh, and she had told both of us that, and since this is a family show, we're not going to mention what he no, did. No, we're not. But, yeah. uh, we're going to we're going to bring up that it was a, a sexual uh, deviation. Yes. Of 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 um, this monster, what they do behind closed doors when they have someone that's vulnerable, and they uh, feel that 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 no one's going to believe their story. But and, and and he's a doctor, and that's the end of the story. Uh, one of the things that I've also found out that this Dr. Klein, basically around that time, there was a couple other complaints being made by other females there at the hospital. Now, I don't know how close they pertain to him, but around that time when Stephanie was on that unit, uh, T-16, with, with, when Shane was over there, uh, basically uh, uh the, the rules had changed basically that women could no longer uh, be in a doctor's office uh, um, with, with a, 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 without a female being in there or the door being open and the female being outside the door. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, you figure when you look at this, this, this one file that I sent you and through all the years that I've been telling you about things similar or close enough or even worse, that... I've experienced, and you see this this file that has been brought down the, by the medical board of California, and he had gotten right up, to, wrote up to where he has um, four or five other people in private practice that are making these charges 
where he basically got his license taken to, to from him until 19. I mean, till till 2001, and this goes back to uh, 1981, I believe. If we go back to these these charges where he'd been doing this in private practices, and 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 the only thing I could say to to anybody that that uh, is listening to the X Zone, if anyone wants to get this file, uh, this 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 document. They can either contact on myself, or you know, you might even be able to email Rob, or any law enforcement agency can email Rob, and and I'm sure he'll be glad to give it. I'll be glad to give it to you with my lie detector test also. Sure. Um, we're definitely trying to find Stephanie Rader from what I've talked to David Feldman, and David Feldman is um, a high-powered attorney who's been on your show once yes, before have, yeah. with uh, with Felicia McCarthy, who mm-hmm. has a wrongful death. Uh, I mean, people are probably listening out there. What kind of uh, uh, tortures has this man been through? He's naming paperwork with Rob. He's naming all these other. Rob is saying drugs and uh, murders and sexual assaults. Yeah, well, that's what goes on in a lot of these state facilities. I'm not saying every single one, but I'm saying the majority of ones in the United States and Canada are the same. I've been hearing a lot about Canada lately, also. And uh, there was just recently two more sexual assault, but these were from from clients that basically in the recent, um, I will email you those uh, through the newspaper articles that basically uh, on a, on a tept, attempt on a staff, and there was a client that was basically just about murdered about a week and a half ago by another client, and there was also an assault where a client broke a female staff member's teeth, uh, um, her front teeth here in Napa, so it, I mean, the Department of Justice, it goes in there now, which, which you know uh, I worked so hard to put together with the monitors and the courts since I've, I've been in there to getting out. It just seems that uh, uh, it's just it's just spiraling. Um, it's just spiraling. And a lot of the clients that are ready to get out, uh, the place is so uh, in turmoil now. Uh, Rob, there's really not much... Uh, they can do, but try to function in a place where it is getting more and more violent. And it's it's not only because uh, it's because the drugs are still there. It's because the the sexual assaults are still going. Because it's still the trade for sex with staff, and and these things are are they haven't really changed, Rob. They haven't. I mean, they they went away for a while because there was so much heat that we put on them, and then. Basically now it's just about back up to par, you know. I mean, if you if you get where a client is just about sexually assaulted a staff member just recently, and and you have this doctor that <laughs> this doctor that we're talking about, let me not get off the subject, but this doctor David M. Klein is working on the outside of the fence. How he got uh, about a month and a half ago uh, when I had Dwayne on your show with you, and you were, were uh, gifted to basically have Dwayne on a client that. Uh, that is from Napa State Hospital on your show. Uh, he was supposed to talk about these things with you, mm-hmm. but he was probably so you know medicated that night. They medicate him so much when they when they know something's going to happen. They medicate him so uh, he wasn't very loud or very. But you know he did his best. He's a real real soldier in there. He's a trooper. Yeah, a trooper, and he's basically he works all the time with either David Feldman or or uh, you know any any. What type of law enforcement agency that will listen to his story and, mm-hmm. and and try to make it better for the clients? He even had the P 
Peace Award of the hospital where all the clients gave him an award for being the, the peace bringer to the hospital. Wow. Peacemaker. Yeah, and, and, and that's something that you would would really treasure in a place like this is so full of violence and so so full of, uh, you know, uh, drugs and just uh, chaos. Right. But what we're talking about tonight is, um, since I can't get into detail about how this, because the things are really, you know, not not supposed to be on your show in the first place, and I've made mistakes where I've got too emotional in the past, but if you could have me, ask me some questions about anything you feel uh, of any of the things that you've seen when sure. you're looking through, Rob, because this... This, I mean, we just recently, what had happened about a week and a half ago, he was, about three weeks ago, he was on a unit, and someone, some client had brought him this document, this the document that you're looking at, and had gave it to a staff member while he was on the unit working inside the fence. And that means inside the state hospital, the, the, the compound where I was, inside. And they'd handed him this document and one of my lie detector tests, the one that you have there also, they put those two packets together, mm-hmm. and they handed it to a staff member. And the staff member looked it over, and the first thing he did is he called hospital police. And after that, uh, I think there was some somebody that wanted to either hurt another client or there was something that happened, and, and he was escorted off the unit, and now he's been working outside the hospital. And, and where more lower functioning, I mean real low functioning uh, clients that are able to go to the state hospital but be a type of person that can go into the hospital and go to the grounds and go home for weekend passes and stuff off the grounds through conservatorship and that type of uh, LPS uh, standard. And he's working with those patients now. so. You know what I'm what I'm trying to to figure out is what we need to do is get some kind of law enforcement, some kind of private detective out there that that hears this tonight, and that is willing to to put this to rest and help me find Stephanie Rader, who's in San Jose, and I can give you all the contact information with David Feldman, and he's a, 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 a probably one of the most well-renowned and respected um, wrongful deaths for people that are inside state facilities. Mm-hmm. And families that, and he's just backed up right now. If we can find Stephanie, we can get this doctor here in the court. And all the extensions he's given through years and years and years, Rob. I mean, giving people life sentences. Every this doctor probably gives 700 extension. What an extension is it means a uh, he recommends that the person stay for another year, the client stay for another year, and. And they do this all the time. They take airplanes from here to San Diego, from San Diego to Oregon, from Oregon to Sacramento, and they they take turns picking these clients in different facilities where they've moved to and things and continuously extend them. This guy, these people have too much power, and we need that we have this one. We need to put him in a position where we show that people can work together and get this guy off the out of the hospital and get him into a place where he himself is being uh, treated and uh, put away for a long time, hopefully, because the only thing that David Feldman said that we can do is Stephanie won't be able to get any money for any of this that she's been through, but she will be able to bring these charges up, and they will drop the bomb on him because he's done this before, and they'll throw it away probably. So if we can find some investigator, some private investigator that, can do a background check. We have most of the information, but since you know she's in a program like I'm in, it's 
confidentiality really comes to a point where when you're asking a mental health program or when you're asking a board and care home, they're, they're not going to tell you. So what we need to do is we need to go through the newspapers that she's been here in San Jose, and we need to just track her name down. We can find her. And once we find her, she, since she told me these, this information while we were in the facility, she will she will give this guy up in a minute now. All right. Stand by, Wayne. You and I have to take our news break at the bottom of the hour. Wayne Morin, Jr. is our special guest. Our toll-free number is one eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five. My name is Rob McConnell, and this is the X-Zone, and you're listening to us live and around the world on the Talkstar Radio Network. Don't go away. We'll be back right after the news. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone radio show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone broadcast network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Wayne Morin Jr. is our very special guest to this hour on the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and you're listening to us on the Talk Star Radio Network. If you'd like to give us a call and ask uh, Wayne a question pertaining to the crimes against humanity at the Napa State Hospital, one eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five, and that is toll free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. Wayne, um, you, you and I have talked. We have had other witnesses on. We have had other patients on. We've talked about. Murders. We've talked about the trafficking of narcotics, the the selling of of alcohol, sexual abuse, physical abuse, mental abuse, and still nothing. What will it take before something is done? I don't know, Rob. But you know what? When I'm when I'm seeing that that. Uh, my goodness, you know, I, I, I don't know, Rob. You know, last, I'm going to shoot you those emails, those news articles. I'm going to send those over to you mm-hmm. right after we talk, and I'm going to let you read those. I mean, just how unsafe and how, how um, just chaos is there. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, Rob, my TV show, when I had my TV show, I was praying and I was hoping that this would be an open forum dialogue with a client that just got out of the state hospital and was being able to do that with a mental health program saying, hey, Wayne, we like your show. We're, we're for you doing this. Go out there, tell the world what you experienced, and try to make a good thing of it. And my con rep was helping me do this, or let me do this. The people in mental health were for me doing this. And I thought that would be a way for the staff and for the people in there that were for so long uh, silent about what was going on to be able to make a change in this hospital with the Department of Justice mm-hmm. coming in and and and, and 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 the monitors changing in a whole new program, a new whole program in five different hospitals that started when we put this stuff together and uh, I mean, it might be that it's way too early to even start seeing uh, 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 any of the first steps being taken. But what uh, what a loss that was because I had my TV show, and you know how many different family members I had on it. And any family member would have loved for any staff member or doctor. Now, I know I had some mama hens on there that were old, old school that basically really didn't care too much for anything that was going on in the hospital. <laughs> But, you know, we could have had all sorts of open forum dialogue people. We could have had staff members more like Lucky. We could have had uh, uh, staff members that were in, in, in the dark, that were basically seeing this as an opening because other staff members came on and be able to to make a dialogue to where she, they could better things for not only staff but make place more safe. And, you know, you know as you know, and... and and as your listeners know, when I was doing this stuff, there was no, there, there had been no real change from anybody inside there that wanted to, to come in to be part of that. There was a few staff members, Tom Knobloch, I'll definitely give my hats off to him, and Jeannie, that, that was a, uh, a very good person that worked with Lucky Meyer, that was very um, honest and forthcoming about things going on with her. And, you know, Besides those three or four people that basically uh, really was no real change in there. Matter of fact, listen to this, Rob. Uh, the paperwork you have in front of you mm-hmm. basically is saying that what I had said in my lie detector test was true. What that paperwork, when I had my TV show, Dr. Ed Falk, the new medical director of the uh, 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 state hospital, before my TV show come on, he put a disclaimer on saying that every single thing that I said uh, on my show had been investigated and found to be not true by insulary uh, uh, investigators. I, I, I don't know. I, I posted it on uh, Google. It's on Google. Whatever he said before my TV show. So what he was doing is calling me a liar and uh, basically telling all the people in my shows that everything had been investigated. Now, how, how I mean, any, any big group like Scientology or Citizen Commission Human Rights or any human group, I mean, any um, uh, per group type of group that was there to make people feel uh, uh, safe would have came and jumped on my aid and said, you know, that's a darn, damn lie, that's a lie, that's a lie, that's a lie. 99% of the things you could find out they're true if you just go in there and you ask the people, and, and they'll tell you that's true. And, and But, you know, what does he do? He comes on there and puts this big disclaimer on, my show has been proven to be anything that I said is just uh, 
proven to be my opinion and, and has been investigated and has been found out to be not true. Um, how, could he, how could he do that? And the paperwork that I have in front of you uh, proves that well, the, the things that I said in the lie detector test and the things that I said, now I went in front, remember I told you, I had to go, after we did the whole thing with Governor Schwarzenegger, and we went through all those routes, and you had me on, and we were so happy that we were going to be able to talk to the people in the governor's office. Uh, after we did all that, we finally went into the hospital, and we got to do this interview with this, the hospital police, uh, David Gruderman, I mean, uh, Mr. Gruderman and... Uh, uh, Douglas Gruderman and, uh, and the hospital investigators, and we did two hours worth of taping. I named Dr. Klein in that piece, and I still have the tape, the audio cassette. So if anybody wants that audio cassette or any of the things I did with the Department of Justice, I'll be glad to give that to him. To just you know, email me, and I will I will put that out in the mail to you, you know, or any of the other talk shows or any of the videos that I've done on Let's Talk Napa State Hospital. I'm willing to give those away. So. Um, Anyway, uh, it's just, it's it's just I'm gonna have to change phones because uh, are you there? I'm still here, Wayne. Are you there? Are you there? Whoops! Did we lose Wayne? What am I, what am I oh, talking? there you are. There you are. You're still there, Wayne. Hello. Yeah, you're still there, buddy. Yeah. I just want one of my my phone's battery started to die. Anyway, to make a long story short, I have all those things that I'll be willing to give to anybody. Uh, the, my, my, I have 46 TV shows. I have more than uh, at least more than 29 radio shows that I've done with you. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know we go back years. And if anybody would just take this stuff and basically uh, jump on board by you know passing this literature out and, and and giving people out there a knowledge that this stuff really happens and there's really nothing anybody's doing about it. The Department of Justice. How many times have you and I? You know, sent them our information. You know, and after we sent them the information, every time your show goes on, you send it out to all law enforcement agencies and and the Department of Justice of Canada. And they know this stuff is 100% accurate, but they're not going in there and doing anything. They're not. You know, and I I I I just can't understand for the likes of me uh, how they can play that kind of card. I Wayne, I, has has all the work that you've done. Has it changed the lives of the of the patients? Has has it made it better or has it made it worse? Well, well, what I'm going to do for you, Rob, I'm going to give you, I'm going to send this out to you all the way to Canada. I have more than 700, I believe it's 450 signatures, and there's only 1,000, I think, in 26 clients there, and a lot of the clients couldn't be reached because they're on locked facility units, but. A majority of all the clients there at the hospital wrote me a beautiful letter, and they all signed it. And you know the, the thing that really touched my heart, Rob, was that when I seen the clients that when I was out there, that, you know, the clients that I remembered, their signatures, mm-hmm. for all the years of me being out there and seeing their signatures on that, and people that are still there, it just really touched my heart. It really made me feel as a sense of really working at what I'm doing, and at the same time also made me think, you know, this is something someone that a, a human being would do, you know. This is something they would do, you know. And I can't see how people in, in, that, in, in the surrounding valley here in Napa could understand that those people aren't even from our area. I mean, most of the clients don't even live here in Napa. They're from, you know, Chicago, uh, Cincinnati, 
how they can keep people away from their families and not want them this place to be a place where it would be safe and sound and people get home someday if they deserve to go home. Mm-hmm. They're just like numb. They're just like bitten by wasps or uh, callous that they have no feelings towards anybody. And they know it goes on in there because they don't even want to say anything about the hospital. When they see a staff member or when they see someone carrying a badge that says Napa State, they just walk by like they haven't even noticed them. And that's what everyone around here does, you know. It's just like they're uh, aliens or something, you know. It's, it's so sad, you know. It's, it's so... That's why, you know, I lost a lot of energy for a while. You know, I, I really took it took a lot out of me, getting calls late at night. You know, we have to find this Stephanie Rader. We have to find Stephanie and we have to, you know, put this, this paperwork and these things that these clients have been giving us for these years a place where, you know, it, it can be listened to, you know, because the patient's rights advocate in, inside the facility, uh, even though Mike Hansen does do a lot, he's overworked, and he's only been there for two years, and he's already starting to drain out. They drain clients out quick. The staff gets in there, and they work games on them to where they, they get manipulated any which way about it, and there's nothing they can do anymore. It's it's a it's a snake pit, just like the movie. Anybody out there seen the movie, the snake pit? It's the same exact thing in there. It's the same thing, and it's such such a sad thing, you know. And and, and there's real sexual assaults that go on there daily in the bathrooms. There's real there's everyday uh, drugs being traded, street drugs too, from staff for sexual favors. And there's consistent consistent abuses and and. and Strong arms and and, uh, and sexual assaults on weaker clients every day, and not one of them, not one of them, Rob, gets brought down to a jail and questioned by the district attorney or by by uh, any law enforcement agency. But when it comes to a staff getting assaulted or punched, that person's going to be leaving the hospital. I'm just thankful for that that part happens because that's one less monster that's mm-hmm. out there. But the staff is being a monster too by not. Wayne, I'm having a very hard time hearing you, my friend. I'm sorry. Okay, is this better? Yes, thank you. Okay, I'm sorry. I was just saying that there's a very uh, the understanding of uh, the the clients that Mm -hmm. uh, get assaulted uh, when they get assaulted, they never get anyone to take them down to their district attorney's office or for any investigator to come out to see them, so they can press charges. But when a staff member gets uh, beat or spit on or anything, uh, the first thing that that person ends up is in, in jail and, and sent out of the hospital, which is a good thing. I'm not saying that's not a good thing. But they need to start doing that for clients, too. And, and I think if they started doing that with clients, the clients would be, would start to be more uh, uh, having a trust to them. You know, that place is so alienated and it's so, you know, so sidesy and they're so it's sort of just like a uh, a soap opera that you watch as the world turns or uh, the, the days of our lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's reality all, over there. Yeah, none, none at all. Uh, and you know when you know if you look at this this assault this doctor was doing, I mean, the type of thing, suffocation, uh, uh, regressive therapy, thinking making the person wear the client wear a diaper or you know, using rope to uh, tie around the client's waist and suffocating the mm-hmm. client, choking the client out, putting his body on the patient's body, bare skin, 
and there's so many things I can't say due to the show, but, I mean, it's just having a monster like that inside a hospital and not putting him away when you know you have evidence. Come on, people. You know. It seems that there's two laws, the laws for the people on the outside of a state institution and then the law for the people on the inside. And it, seems, it, and it seems that the and from what I have seen, what I've heard firsthand, the people on the the outside, I'm sorry, the people on the inside have nothing to worry about. They can do what they want, and they go unpunished. Immune, immune. Like I've said hundreds of times, they're immune. I mean, they have some kind just like when you see in those prison movies, like with Stallone or something. Mm-hmm. When the when the prison guard wants to get Stallone bad, he's going to make him, he's going to break him anyway, no matter what, no matter who comes in or what other law enforcement agency comes in. There's nothing he can do, and it's 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 it, that coming to life. That's what those places are, and it shouldn't be like that. Even groups like Scientology and Citizen Commission Human Rights, as as much as they try, you know, even though a lot of it's, uh, you know. For their own purpose, but as much as they try, they still haven't got enough power to crack into those places, you know. Yeah. And, and, and they're the ones that get the, the big criminals, uh, uh, the big monsters out. I, I don't see why they're not jumping all over this. With all the TV shows that I've done, with all the radio that I've done, for all the help that I've been to families all over the world, I mean, I, I figured they would at least want to get this one doctor here who's been uh, in there giving extensions and continuously. Doing these things, and you know, if you know, if the paperwork you have in front of you, uh, Rob, you know, if he's done it, then he's still doing it, or he's continuously doing it now. A monster like that doesn't change. That I mean, stand by, predator. buddy. You and I have to take our final break, and um, <sighs> this story just keeps on going. And why there hasn't been an arrest? Why people have not been brought to justice? It really escapes me, and uh, we've got a group of private investigators, Wayne, that we're going to give the information to, and hopefully they'll be able to find this person and uh, get this guy brought to justice. My name's Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon, and you're listening to us live and around the world on the Talkstar Radio Network. Don't go away. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Hi, I'm Larry Lawson, host of Paranormal Stakeout. With over 36 years in law enforcement, I have learned a few things. The most important is the proper gathering and preservation of evidence is vital to putting the bad guy behind bars. It's no different in the world of paranormal investigation. Whether it's the search for the afterlife, cryptozoology, UFOs, and extraterrestrials, how we gather the evidence, preserve that evidence, and present it to a jury of our peers will make the ultimate difference in proving the existence of worlds and entities that are beyond our imagination. 
Join me, Larry Lawson, every week on Paranormal Stakeout when, along with my guests, we'll take a journey to prove with indisputable evidence what man has struggled to believe for centuries. Go to xzbn.net for the broadcast schedule and check me out at paranormalstakeout.com. True healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, soul balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A soul balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world. Welcome back, everyone. I'd like to take this opportunity of thanking all our guests tonight. Joel Buller joined me in the first hour to discuss the mystery of the Coral Castle in Florida. And during that segment, we made some astonishing uh, comparisons, and um, there were very there were a number of similarities between the uh, the Great Lakes Triangle of North America and the Bermuda Triangle. And the common denominator was Ed the man who built the Coral Castle. So Joe and I are going to be investigating the Canadian-U.S. connection uh, when it comes to the Coral Castle in Florida. Second hour, uh, Brian David Anderson joined us talking about the the effect that the moon plays on earthquakes and volcanoes. Chief Roy S. Jones Jr. joined me in the third hour to discuss the Canadian seal hunt and Wayne Morin from uh, Napa, California, who is the whistleblower and uh, gets all the accolades when it comes to bringing the atrocities and the crimes against humanity to the forefront that are occurring at the Napa State Hospital. Now, Wayne, I would like you to do something for me. I would like you to send me an email telling me why you need the person that you are looking for found. Give me as much information as you can there is an investigation agency in California who has contacted me, and they will look for her. Oh, I will do that, Rob. I will get it right on that. I'll have that done to you for before the end of the week. You do that, my friend, and we'll do everything we can to find her. God bless everyone out there. Thank you so much, Exxon. Thank you. Wayne, you're, you're one heck of a guy. You've been fighting so long for this, my friend. There's no way that we can just let it go because there are so many people not only in California, but throughout the United States. And as we've said, if it's happening in one, it's happening in other places, which would mean Canada as well. The people who are entrusted to members of society to take care of them, they need to have their rights protected. They need to be protected. They're not in these places for the amusement of the staff. They are supposed to be treated with dignity. Where did we lose the moral values that we once used to have? 
Wayne, thanks very much for joining us. Please give my very best to all our friends in Napa, and do me a favor. Keep up the good work. Never let that light go, my friend. All right, Wayne, thanks for joining us, buddy boy. Well, that's it for tonight, everyone. Another four hours here on the Exxon. Four great hours. We've had some interesting insights. And if you'd like more information on the the sealing industry, there's a number of websites. You just have to go uh, into Google or any other search engine and uh, put the Canadian Seal Hunt, and a number of seal uh, sites will come up. It's uh, It's not as bad as people are making it out. You know, if if you look at a cow, if you look at a pig, if you look at a mink, if you look at a rabbit, if you look at a chicken, these are all part of survival. Now, you heard the chief say that a number of of uh, Aboriginal communities have uh, started to to suffer because of the the attention that uh, these uh, you know the seal hunt is taking away and. Let's just live and let live, and let's research, and let's make sure we know what we're talking about before we go half-cocked and say, oh, that cute little seal pup. I'm against animal cruelty. I always have been, and I always will be. So until tomorrow night, Exxon Nation, when once again we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the Exxon, always keep your eyes to the sky.